stuff. Two hearts, one thought. When you say you love me a lot, Dado Kiddo, that's the way I'm feeling too when I'm with you. Dado Kiddo, you say you love is as deep as the ocean. Welcome to episode 237 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And it is my absolute pleasure to welcome back Stephen Michael Schwartz, who joins me to talk about his brand new record called Ditto Kiddo. And that clip you just heard is the title track, Ditto Kiddo. And of course, if you stay tuned all the way till the end of the show, you can hear the full song, Ditto Kiddo. And it rocks. And it'll get stuck in your head like all the best songs do. You can hear the whole thing at the end of the show. You want to reach me? Goodstuffpod at gmail.com. You want to find me on social media? The at symbol, goodstuffpod. You can, of course, also go back. You can go back in time. And you can listen to the first time I talked to Stephen Michael Schwartz where we talked about his time in Parachute Express and talked a little bit about his time with... uh, touring in China, which I think is really cool. And we talk a little bit about that again, because I'm just fascinated with what that must be like living that international rock star life. And um, you can hear that full conversation, episode 39, wherever you get your pods, because of course, if you go to goodstuffpod.com, you can find all of the episodes from the archives. They're all there and they're all free. So check it out. All you got to do is search for it. Stephen Michael Schwartz. And speaking of Stephen Michael Schwartz, here he is. A pleasure to welcome back a Good Stuff family favorite, Stephen Michael Schwartz. Okay, well, it's a great day. It's finally fall, and uh, I am so happy to welcome Stephen Michael Schwartz back to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you? Thank you, Mike. I'm doing very well. Thank you. You look uh, you look well. I was commenting on this this fancy setup you got there. It's like in in portrait mode. It's just like you're popping off the screen with happiness. Um, so you look well-traveled. Is there a reason right now that you look well-traveled? Well, I just got off the road. I did 34 shows in China. And, um, yeah, so two and a half months uh, doing concerts for children out there. I've hit hundreds of thousands of kids. And uh, it's just such a joy for me. And I don't speak Mandarin. I mean, I'm learning, but it's very difficult. However, that being said, all the music that I create, uh, that I sing for the children and perform for the children – is all uh, in English, and that's exactly what the parents want. They want their children to learn English, and the best way to do that, in my opinion, and in their opinion, is through music. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's really a joy for me. So the you know the answer to your question is yes. I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of exhausted uh, from from the tour. I rested a little bit. I'll be back in three weeks to do my winter tour. Mm-hmm. So you're there. How often are you going to, to China these days? Four months out of the year. So it's Four in months. the summer and in the winter. In the summer, uh, I do about uh, 30 to um, 50 shows. Mm-hmm. In the wintertime, I do less uh, because I like to get back home and be with my family for the holidays. Well, you're allowed. You're allowed. <laughs> yes, so, thank you. So, so, I mean, I guess just out mm-hmm. of curiosity, and I think we may have covered this, but I think it's worth a refresher. When you're there... What do the what do the 
the kids respond to, right? Like what do when, when you're there and you're like, okay, so you've done this a bunch of times now. You've been there several times. Sounded like sure. more than several. Several might be ten, an understatement. Ten years, right? Absolutely. So you've been doing this for ten years. Yes. What are what are is is what are kids responding to? Like what of I mean, we can be specific. Like what of your music that you're doing with them are, are you finding like resonates specifically really sure. well? So. You know, and, and we talked about this, um, I started creating music with Parachute Express, my group, mm-hmm. uh, back in 84, 85, and we created music for the Jimboree program. Very, at that time, it was a new program. So I knew early on that the kind of music that children, young children enjoy is music that is interactive. Um, and that, that could be anything from doing Itsy Bitsy Spider uh, or the wheels on the bus, those kinds of great movement songs are what uh, children respond to. So as I'm creating and writing music, I'm always thinking of that, uh, that in uh, the type of music I'm writing. But then you add the element of not being able to uh, necessarily have the children understand, but if they can see what I'm singing about, rather than just hearing the words, that makes all the difference in the world. We have a, a great song called When I Build My House, which is in itself sounds very simple. And, and uh, if a child uh, in China doesn't quite understand that, they at least will watch me do the movements of sawing the wood, hammering the nails, painting the walls, laying the bricks. And those songs, re- they respond to very quickly and they pick up on very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they will do the, they, the movements and everything has to have movement to it. Gotcha. That's very important. Rule number yeah. one, folks. Rule, Rule number, number one. one. Yeah. The other thing is colorful costumes. When I went to uh, China the very first time and I walked on stage and I looked at the Chinese children, they were they were so much better dressed than I was in terms of (laughs) they looked like they were performing for me (laughs) because they were so colorful. There was so much bling going on. And I realized, uh oh, I've got to be on stage and I've got to bling myself as well. And that is an element. That's a you know, it's a key uh, key element for for a performer of any style is to just, you know, look look uh look like you're you know you've got a lot of uh pizzazz and yeah. a lot of you know worthy of look being looked at and yeah and you gotta so, you gotta look the look look the look, look, the look. walk the walk talk walk, the talk um, so it. we should say right now that for po- folks that want to get even more depth into where you're coming from what you're doing you can go back in the good stuff kids archive to episode number 39 which is oh you know gosh. we're we're now i think at around 225 so it was you were the you've been with me from the beginning so well i'm honored, honored. <laughs> well, thank you Absolutely. so the uh the you have a new record which is which is the reason for our conversation outside of being like good buddies and it's called sure. ditto kiddo and it came out in august and I, I listened to it. Would you say, so I guess before we get into any of the specific songs, <laughs> what is, like, what were you going for? Like, did you have a different approach when you came into this particular project? I did, actually. I wanted it to be a little bit more, um, uh, uh, the last album I did, I worked with a gentleman and we did a lot, we did some um uh, real instruments, but for the most part, I used a lot of synth instruments and then I embellished it with a couple strings in here. In this particular album, I did all, uh, live instruments Mm -hmm. and that felt very different to me. Uh, and then I look, if I AB the albums, it's so interesting to hear what styles I was 
going for. The other thing uh, is that I wanted a more, I was really looking at this, um, the kind of music that I loved back in the 60s, which uh, was the Turtles and the Beach Boys and those kinds of uh, sounds. And I was trying to a little bit um, bring that into the, the recording process. When you're, in a rec- when you're in the recording studio, for me, it kind of feels like you're an artist. You come in with a blank slate. Uh, which is the song itself. And I write either on piano or guitar. Mm -hmm. I come in and I look at the palette and the colors that I want to use in the recording studio. Ooh, a tuba would be really nice here. I used a tuba a lot on this album Mm -hmm. instead of a bass guitar. Mm -hmm. I used the tuba. So if if you listen to like a song like No, 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 Uh you'll notice there's a tuba playing. It's almost a it almost has a polka, or it does have a polka feel, but the tuba plays a very big role. Huh. That was that was something that I wanted right away, so, and yeah. so those kinds of things come up. And I'm I like to splash the colors on the on the uh, you know on the palette of the recording and see what comes up. And sometimes we pull it out and we say, you know what, that didn't quite make it. Let's try another song. How about a harp? A harp would be a lovely instrument to play here. Mm. So it was kind of like that. And the bottom line to the writing for me was a lot of the writing on this album is all about my family, whether it's my children, my grandmother and grandfather, who were very much a part of my life. And as you know, the song Grandma and Grandpa is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they were, and and uh, that's what love can do, which is a, a lovely love song about just going through hard times, but we've got each other, those those kinds of things. So I just really was looking at my my family when I was writing this album. And, and you hit on a lot of the stuff that I noticed. I actually didn't catch the tuba in No, 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 because I was uh-huh. like so keyed in on like, oh, yeah, I know I know what you're saying here, Stephen. I know what you're saying about this No, 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 No stuff. But I'd actually I'd like totally. to go uh, a little bit backwards. So you were talking about sure. the influence that sort of inspired you. And I think the title track like shines a bright light on on where you're coming from and what you're thinking about like this song has been in my head all day like since the first time i listened to it to get ready for our conversation um ditto kiddo i love the message of it i love the music i love the hook i love everything about it so take us through a little bit about this particular song which i think holds up in any era of any genre of any anything like it's like Stephen, Michael Schwartz, you wrote a good song. You really did it this time. So tell me a little bit about this one. Okay. First of all, Mike, you couldn't have said a nicer thing. I consider myself a songwriter, first and foremost. And so whenever somebody responds to a song of mine, I'm elated. So thank you very much. Um, My grandfather, God rest his soul, uh, used to say to us, and he had had 26 grandchildren. So... uh, and, and the big thing he would always say to us, I'd always, one of us would always say, Grandpa, which one of us do you like the best? <laughs> and he would always say, the, the grandson or grandchild that I'm with. Uh, that was his answer, uh-huh. which I loved. Yeah. Uh, he was a very, very, you know, maybe he didn't go to college, but he had knowledge. Uh-huh. He had that innate sense about how to, how to be a good, loving grandfather. And one of the things he would say when we would visit with him and after we were leaving, I'd hug him and I'd say, bye, Grandpa, I love you. And his comment always was, ditto, kiddo. And I logged that in the back of my head. Even before I was a songwriter, I was just a little kid going, ditto, kiddo. I didn't even understand that. I didn't know what it meant, but it was a nice alliteration, a nice rhyme. And, I, and then I, it, while I was writing this album, 
I came up with, you know, pulled that out of my uh, mm-hmm. back of my resources and in my there's, mind. There's such great imagery in the song too, right? Like fresh snow and and things like that. Like it's just really, I mean, from a songwriting perspective, I think there's like science to songwriting, right? Like there's classes you can take, there's books you can read, and I think that like this is something that you you're t- you're painting the picture, you're telling the story, and then it just. It, it it and knowing that that's where it came from like that this file that you've had in the back of your sure. head like it just makes, makes it even more important and great so thank you yeah. thank you so i on, really appreciate on, that totally on the, <laughs> on the subject of grandparents tell us about the song uh that that's on the record tell us about grandma and grandpa which is i, I mean i gotta say like i listened to a bunch of kids music right for the show and not a lot of grandma grandpa songs and i i know a few grandma grandpas that are going to be pretty pumped about this one <laughs> <laughs> well thank you and plus did you know that there was a grandma a national grandma and grandpa grandparents day i did not there is an yeah, it's October 9th. Okay, so we just missed it. National oh. Grandparents Day. Uh-huh. I didn't know it either when I was writing the song. The reason I wrote the song, uh, besides the love of my grandparents and, and what they brought to my life, uh, was that I was, while I was am going through uh, to my on my trips in China, and I'm going to all these concerts, I'm looking out in the audience, and I'm playing to anywhere between 500 and 2,500 people. And I look out there and I'm just seeing not only mommies and daddies and children, but I'm also seeing a lot of grandparents. And I asked my, uh, my host uh, about this. I said, it's so interesting. I, I, even in America, I don't see that many grandparents coming to these concerts to the way this is uh, the, in China. And my host said to me, it's because uh, parents work. Both parents work, and in many cases, and even in the rural areas, they they leave for a weekend or for a week, and they come back on the weekends to be with the family. So the the grandparents are, in essence, raising the children. So who who else would be coming to these concerts to bring their grandchildren, grandparents? So that's one of the reasons I thought I really want to write a uh, a song honoring these uh, these surrogate parents if you will the grandparents you know sure and uh and so you know and then i pulled from my own experience with my uh with my grandparents Mm -hmm. and i think i locked into the love that these this special relationship uh, is i mean there's nothing like it um you know it's just in some cases my grandparents could say things to me my parents couldn't say to me and they could say it in a way that i could hear it differently than my parents and my parents loved me but the generational separation allowed me to hear it in a different way. Even when I was 15 and 16 years old, I would listen to my grandparents in a different way than I listened to my mom and dad. Wow. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm like thinking about that in in my life and there's definitely, uh, that definitely rings through for me too. That's very, that's really interesting. Um, so, and just thinking about like the sound of the record, right? So we have ditto kiddo, which rocks. We have this (laughs) song, which rocks. And then, I mean, I, we're sort of going backwards to the ones that I was really keyed in on. That's and then, cool. and then the um, the the second song, "Bubblegum Friend," is like a it's more of more of like a like a country kind of stomper, kind of like a rockabilly is not the word I want to use, but it's the only one that's coming to mind right now. But it's definitely got that sort of feel to it, that like western sure. sort of vibe. So, 
is that just how the song the song comes out or is that one of the ones where you went in with like the empty canvas and you're like let's paint this one up and see what we come up with well i never you know i i i had the feeling that it would have sort of a country vibe to it just because of the way the guitar and my voice sounded and i had the harmonica mm-hmm. i was playing my harmonica at the mm-hmm. same time and when i wrote it um uh it just felt like that and then my I brought my son Adam in. He's playing the guitar, mm-hmm. the lead work on there. I brought a, a fiddle player in, uh, who's wonderful, um, and uh, it just it just kind of came together as that. You know, it just felt really uh, kind of country vibey. You know, yeah. And uh, I'm also a big fan of the band and uh, Dylan and stuff like that. So I, you know, whenever you put a guitar and a harmonica together. It's a Bob Dylan. Feel, it is. You know, it it's is. like you can't help but think of Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I've never put myself in that category, but uh, you know, he's one of those magnificent writers that I always look to. And uh, and and the children's music, as you know, because you've listened to so much of it, I don't have to worry about being pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. I don't. Need, I I don't need. I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't need to worry that. Oh my goodness, I'm doing a different style song here. Um, and that's something I've always loved about children's music, um, that I could, I could venture into another style of music and bring in other instruments, you know, and that children love that mm-hmm. children, uh, you know, that's how they learn. And in some cases we are, we, as the children's artists are the earliest, uh, opportunity to introduce children to music. So, um, you know, I, I, I relish that opportunity to st- to create those kinds of, you know, situations. Maybe yeah. I will be the first uh, person that, and then, then the child will then go over to a Dylan album right. and go, Hey, right. this sounds like Stephen Michael Schwartz. Yeah. Well, there, it's like, it's just like a, a sound that is, that is comforting, right? Like you, you put those two sounds together, harmonica, guitar, you're like, okay, like this is, this is accessible. Like I, I, yes. I can reach this. I can wrap my arms around it. Um, and then, yeah. And then play with this uh, unique, kind of wordplay yeah i want a bubblegum friend someone yeah. who'll stick with me to the end yeah. i mean you know it's like yeah. it's fun or a, or a, a boomerang friend who will come back again yeah. you know i got to play a little bit with yeah. that and, and and that's always fun too and that's know. always fun and the idea of different types of friendship is also an important thing for for kids to understand right like Absolutely. it's not always uh it's not always linear friendship is not always linear right no it's not as a matter of fact in that song i talk about the fact that one of my friends went away and the truth is i was thinking of a friend who moved away Mm -hmm. you know and it's in the song so so like you said it's it's there's there's um there's sadness to a friendship uh and there's elation and joy Mm -hmm. you know uh i i have great great friends and i have great joy with my friends but sometimes a friend will move away or i won't see them or you know there's a sadness too so i even touched on that in the song mm-hmm. well wow. great so and then so this it's interesting right we've been, we've been talking about sort of the progression of the sound and you were talking about the the instruments that you used and how you're playing everything and and we talked about you know ditto kiddo which rocks and and grandma and grandpa which rocks and and bubblegum which is this like sort of americana vibe and then if we were to work our way backwards <laughs> the first track is Alphabet Soup, which I was I like, I listened to it. I was like, this is, is this this is this my friend Stephen Michael Schwartz? Like, what is going on? Like, this is what's going on here? So it's a, it's it seemed to me it felt to me like a little bit of a departure. So 
Uh, I, but I mean, it's like so catchy and you do like some really interesting things that like really like kind of jump out. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I would love to hear a little bit about how this one came together for you. Sure. Absolutely. Um, can, now, can I play you something on, yeah, on the sure. guitar? Would absolutely. you be able to hear it? Okay. Yeah. So when I wrote Alphabet Soup, it sounded like this. A, B, C, the alphabet soup. A, B, C, the alphabet soup. So it had kind of a rock feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a little bit you. It's a little bit me. It's a little bit of everything from A to Z. Just one place with the smile on my face. Welcome to the place we call alphabet soup. So that was initially how I wrote it. Then in working with my producer, uh, Gary Stockdale is his name, and he's a a wonderful songwriter in his own right. Um, Gary said, I'm hearing this in a different way. What if we played with some interesting drum styles and drum fills? And what if we did some? And suddenly it became an entirely different sound. And you're right, something that... Um, maybe as a departure from the album and even a departure from the last album I did, which was Bucket of Wow. Mm. Uh, very different from anything on there. And ironically, it became the opening song when I was sequencing all the songs uh, together. I thought, well, let's put this one on because it is so different. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I loved it. And I even put, uh, you'll probably, now that I told you about my son, Zachary Elemento P, I actually put him in the song. Uh-huh. Uh, in the bridge yeah. just ask lmnop you know yeah I, I figured there was some of the i i didn't want to go go you know go to that but i figured sure. there was some kind of influence there with with what your son's doing absolutely so, shout out to lmnop um so but and that song is so i mean the the bow bow bit bit bow bow like that's just so great and I'm always curious about when when that moment happens, when you're writing a song, and then that like that spark hits, right? I I, I don't, and I don't know, right? Like I, this is where you, the the sort of genius songwriter, can teach me is like what comes first, right? The 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 sort of the the verses and the riff that you're playing on guitar, or that sure. that part which is just like enhances everything. How does that come together? That's a really good question. And sometimes for me, it goes one way or the other. Sometimes I'll be in the car without an instrument driving, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, I will get an, a sound. Uh, and in that in this particular case, it was you know, I just started to play that. And then I started to hum uh, a melody. And and I always carry a tape recorder with me or in this case, my my telephone. Mm-hmm. So it allows me to. Uh, to make notes, you know, when I'm writing. And uh, that one just came, uh, the ABC idea was a little different. That came a little bit uh, later. And um, it, uh, you know, it, it's it's so funny. I I don't know where some of my, <laughs> my ideas come from. I know what I'd like to, um, like for the Grandma and Grandpa song, I was clear about yeah. uh, the message I wanted to put. But uh, Alphabet Soup, um, Alphabet Soup kind of came about from my childhood, I guess. You know, remember Alphabet Soup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? That's kind of, you know, seeing all the the, the, the letters. letters in the soup, yeah. Right, swirling in the soup. Yeah. And I was thinking of, 
you know, the world that we live in, we're kind of in a swirl and swirly, uh, I just, you know, it was the imagery, imagery, I guess totally. it came into yeah. play. Yeah, absolutely. So, so as you, dear listeners, as you can hear, like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of levels and a lot of layers to what Stephen Michael Schwartz is doing. Um, the, the new record's called Ditto Kiddo. And Stephen, how do we keep up with you? I mean, you're traveling a ton, but is that, you know, social media, website, how can we keep up with all the latest and greatest happenings in your the, world? The best way to do it, and it's a long wor- word because it's a long name, is go to my website. You'll see all of the places that I'm playing. You'll see photos of where I've been, uh, been traveling uh, at www.steven, and that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Schwartz, S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z.com. StephenMichaelSchwartz.com, and if you go there, you'll be able to listen to all the albums. They're all there, uh, even the Parachute Express stuff is there you'll get to see um i did a um um i did a uh, a musical that was running off broadway it's called it came from beyond it just closed last week so um 16 months on on off broadway and uh, a lot of fun so you'll be able to look at that and see uh hear the music of that that um and just everything that i've been doing yeah which is a lot, which is a lot. Yeah, so, um, well, I love again, great to catch up and great to hear about the, the music and the new record and everything that you've been doing. And again, for even more of the backstory, check out episode 39 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, the first Stephen Michael Schwartz <laughs> episode. And I'm sure this one won't be the last because you are prolific and you are very, very good at what you do. So, Stephen, thank you so much for your time and best of luck on your upcoming travels. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it. Take care. All right. Mega thanks to Stephen Michael Schwartz for coming back on the show and talking all about his brand new record, Ditto Kiddo. And here for you to hear all the way through is Ditto Kiddo by Stephen Michael Schwartz. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very, very soon. That smile on your face tells me you found the right place ditto kiddo means i feel the same way too every time that i'm with you bright sun fresh snow you're happy everywhere you go ditto kiddo that's the way i'm feeling too when i'm with you pop our tops and flip our lids Together we're as giddy as kids You don't want this day to be through Ditto kiddo, I'm with you Two hearts, one thought When you say you love me a lot Ditto kiddo, that's the way I'm feeling too When I'm with you Kiss, day's done. Can't remember having so much fun. Ditto, kiddo, that's the way I'm feeling too. When I'm with you, let's go. Ditto, kiddo. Ditto, kiddo. 
want this day to be through. Kiddo, kiddo, I'm with you. One kiss, day's done. Can't remember having so much fun. Kiddo, kiddo, that's the way I'm feeling too. When I'm with you. Stuff.